0: Are you a leader searching for new and innovative ways to drive employee engagement and team morale through the roof? Do you want to create a company culture where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued? Hi, I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, Philfluencer, and professional Zumbie who is ready to help you improve your it. Your it being the thing that makes you. You. Think of me as your keeping it real professional development bestie who is here to help you learn from your failures, stand tall in your power, and improve yourself so you can improve the lives of others. Oh, and did I mention that we are improving your it through play? That's right. I am an improvisational comedy expert who uses experiential learning to help you have your aha, haha moments. Those are the moments when the light bulb goes off and you're laughing at the same time. So grab your chicken hat, your notebook, and your inner child, because I'm going to take you on a journey that is both fun and transformative. Welcome to the Improve It podcast. Improve it, peeps. Welcome to 2023. I am so thrilled that you are here. I hope that your year is filled with goals, goals, and more goals. I'm just kidding. I am taking a new approach to this year. And today's episode and what follows may be one of the most important Episodes to date on this show. You are going to hear some new content around these parts if you're a long time listener, first time caller. I never know what that means. If you are new here, welcome. But if you have been an improve it peep and have stuck around for 139 episodes, you're in for a treat. I've got some content that serves you, that moves you, that Drives you to take action, not on your to do list or your planner checklist, but on your internal list, that internal guide, that internal guidance system that makes you you. Friends, I have been through a self healing journey of my own, and I want to share it with you. I think it makes sense to start in the form of storytelling, because if you have listened to the show, especially in the past year, you have heard me talk about the chronic pain that I have been going through, which I thought was in relation to my posture, which is horrible, like a croissant sitting at a desk. But I actually have found the culprit and would love to share this journey. So, Earlier in 2021 and then later in 2022, I found massive pain in my back. And I'm talking about like my lat muscles. So think about your spine and then your lat muscles on either side of your spine. It was in that area. And I bought the standing desk, I bought the ergonomic chair, I got a footrest, I got a laptop riser, I bought the neck pillow, I saw the general practitioner, I saw the chiropractor, I saw another chiropractor, and then I saw an acupuncturist and no one could tell me or identify why I had this pain. So it was so painful, I would go to bed at night and I would be so tense, I would Literally have my my fists clench as I was in bed and I would literally go to bed hoping and praying that the next day I would wake up and be better. I actually decided over this past time of dealing with the pain, because there was actually two different spurts of the pain, I decided to stop lifting my three-year-old, which is a feat in itself. So we would bring a stool with us every time I had to put him on the bathroom, every time he had to go to the sink. And I actually stopped running and doing things that I usually did to be physically active because I was certain that those things were the cause. Now, this pain lasted for months. I'm talking about two different periods of six months with intense, excruciatingly painful pain. And I will tell you that the thought of this pain consumed me day in and day out it was always in the back of my mind am i going to be good today am i going to have a flare up am i going to feel pain and what's going to happen so i would go to bed a lot of nights crying and my my body would just hurt so bad and i'll say that with a job that makes me focus and sit for extended periods of time this wasn't helping the situation because i was literally sitting for 8 hours so, and I, like I mentioned, I did get the standing desk, which did, which, you know, I would fluctuate between the two, but the majority of my day, I'm sedentary, I'm sitting, I'm focused in Zoom meetings, or if I'm facilitating, I'm up and moving, but I, majority of the time, am sitting. So I went to my general practitioner and after x rays, actually two sets of x rays, and extensive blood work. They ruled out that it was not anything autoimmune or any type of disease. And I actually had one chiropractor who I went to for about seven adjustments, again, seven adjustments, and decided this chiropractor wasn't for me. So I found a new one. And this new chiropractor was amazing. I actually love him. And he actually, I will say, facilitated the start of this journey. So in our first meeting together, he asked me, How is it going? What's been going on in your life? How's your mental health? And he asked me a very point-blank question. What's happened in your life in the past three years? As he is, you know, correcting my spine, breaking me in half, basically. And I gave him the lowdown of what was going down over here. And he said, do you have a therapist? My answer was no. I used to. And he said, I appreciate you coming here, but you also need to work on your mental health. Find a therapist. So I quickly called a friend slash intuitive coach, Michael Frontier. This started this journey, my first time sitting with Michael, and I've known Michael for a long time and he has helped me before, but it was really interesting in our first Session together, he asked me to do an intake for him and ask me, you know, what what I want to get out of this, what's my purpose, and he guided me to read a book called "When the Body Says No." So I bought the book immediately. I was on a trip to do a keynote, and I said to myself, "All right, on the way there and on the way back, I'm reading this book," and I'll never forget where I was when I was reading it. It was about eleven p.m. on a flight back from Boston. I've finished the last chapter of this book, and this book talks about how our body produces pain from unprocessed emotions. As I finished the last page of this book, I shut the final, I shut the book itself, and I just started bawling on this plane. And I realized that I had repressed emotions. I had repressed anger. I had not processed many of the quote unquote failures that had happened in my life over the past five years. I had completely disassociated from them by throwing myself into work, by being a perfectionist in everything, and then by trying to be everything to everyone. So this book led me to another book which led me to another book which furthered my hypothesis that the pain in my body was caused by chronic stress and unprocessed emotions. The five years prior to feeling this pain, I had gone from multiple rounds of IVF and infertility treatments and failed attempts at having a child to having a miracle baby, to a global pandemic, causing my entire business to shut down and go from a completely in-person business to a completely virtual business overnight. Now, during this exact time, my mom, my rock, had a stroke and almost died, and I was keeping a less than one-year-old alive as my family and I moved across the country to start a new life. All of this compounded, felt like failure after failure after failure, and I had not processed any of it. And I just want to share this. I'm a type A perfectionist. I'm a three on the Enneagram. I was determined during this time to achieve, to move forward, to get things done. And by throwing myself into this work, by disassociating myself and trying to complete project after project in my new home, I was distracting myself from all of the emotions that were sitting there. So I want you to do this. I want you to to think of your brain like a closet right now. Okay? And inside of this closet, in my brain, let's talk about my closet. I want you to think about your own closet. But inside of my closet, there were multiple drawers of disorganized thoughts and emotions. And each individual drawer was just a chaotic, jumbled mess of anger, hurt, frustration, sadness. And I had just left these drawers open and left them a mess for years. This mental closet was a madhouse. It was the home at its dream and my own personal welcome mat for pain. So all of these drawers, all of these failures and experiences were begging me to organize them, to process, to clean up, to make sense of what happened. But just being the overachiever, the achiever I am, I shut the door to that closet and I buried that key way down deep. Now, these drawers started to bust at the seams as new pressures and anxieties came up. These drawers started screaming. These screams manifested into physical pain. And as I mentioned, this is very specific areas of my body. It was on my right and on my left lap muscles. The pain was so severe, so tight that it literally made my shoulders tense. So imagine sitting at your desk with your shoulders by your ears. That's what I did all day. So after I read that book, When the Body Says No by Gaber Tate, and I'll put all of this in the show notes for you, and listening to a podcast called The Self-Healer Soundboard, which is based off of a book called How to Do the Work, and we'll put those in the show notes for you, I realized That these trapped emotions had to be organized. Finally, like I mentioned, this led me to another book, which is called Healing Back Pain, The Mind-Body Connection by Dr. John Sarno. Now, this book talks about a very specific, what he diagnoses as TMS, okay? And TMS is what is, is recognized as a program and support that you need for life, tension, my, my psosus, my psos, my psosus pain. I think that's how you say that. See, not a doctor here. So take again what I am saying as my own personal journey. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just giving you the information that helped me. So this is a physical condition that causes, phys- sorry, let me say this again, Tension mysosis syndrome is a physical condition that causes physical symptoms such as chronic back pain, fibromyalgia, and gastrointestinal problems. The symptoms are not caused by any other medical conditions and are often unexplainable. (sighs) When I read this book, this is the the third thing that I found in this journey. I knew. I knew that this was my call. That this was exactly what was happening to me. There was no other explanation. I'd had the tests. I'd had the x-rays. And so I got to work. I looked at this mental closet Marie Kondo style. If you've ever seen the show with Marie Kondo on Netflix, it's amazing. Uh, she talks about taking unorganized rooms, and she gives you all these different methods to tidy them up and make them extremely organized. So I took each drawer in my mental closet and I opened it up. I looked at everything in those drawers and I removed what was no longer serving me. Let me be extremely clear that this was a long process and that doing this was extremely painful mentally and physically. I had many drawers that were filled with things that I had not looked at in years. One of those drawers being my infertility struggles and what this meant for me as a woman. The anger I felt towards my husband who got to go back to work immediately while I was stuck at home trying to figure out how to make all of this work while going through many, many (laughs) rounds of mastitis while still being hormonal and coming off of a pregnancy and years of IVF medications. And I want to let it be known that my husband is my best friend and he is the most empathetic partner I know. But these were my thoughts. These were the emotions that I felt. And so they're true emotions. And he was there for me in the best way that he knew how to be. But because I was the person having to go through all of this, I still felt alone. And let me say this, he gave me every shot. He created playlists for me as we were going through the shots and the treatment and was there holding my hand through every single moment of every procedure and while giving birth to our beautiful miracle baby boy. But I still, as a human being, had these emotions that I could not hide from. And I did. I hit them. I had to grapple with another drawer that was filled with my own insecurities of losing our business during the pandemic. We didn't necessarily lose our business, but we had to completely transform. And I put a lot of my own identity around my career. And when that was taken away from me, I had to really look at who I was and who I am as being enough. And then there was this giant drawer filled with years, years, 39 years of people-pleasing. I wanted so badly for people to like me. And I moved a lot during my childhood and had to quickly adapt to new environments. And so in order to keep the peace and to make what was already a very stressful situation less stressful, I would do anything to be liked. And I had to realize where this stemmed from. And as I moved into my adulthood, realized that I could no no longer allow this to rule my world. That I could not give and give and give to everyone because in the end, I was giving to no one Most importantly, myself. Now, at first, opening these drawers made me extremely angry. I placed the blame on everybody. My husband, my parents, my friends, my business. But then I realized that these people were not the problem. The problem was me. And if you are a Swifty, a Taylor Swift fan, you know, hi, hi. I'm the problem, it's me, it's me, it was me. I was the only one who did not communicate. I was the one who overgave, who overexerted, who said yes to all the things and then drove herself to burnout and physical pain. I was the one who was so stubborn, so achievement oriented that I didn't take the time to look at what I was going through and process in real time. I was pissed and I threw myself into this healing cocoon. Opening those drawers was hard. It made me face who I was and who I have become. And in that healing cocoon, I desperately wanted to be left alone. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything for anyone because I was done giving. I was done I could only do my day-to-day functions as a mother, as a leader, as a mentor, as a wife, as a daughter, as a sister. And those things alone are exhausting. As time wore on and as time does, your emotions start to go from anger to a different emotion, which for me was sadness. And I'll never forget this day. I had just finished reading Healing Back Pain. I had been opening those drawers, revealing to me what I needed to look at to heal. And in the book, it talks about how we can resume normal life, how we can get back to doing things like exercise and how to not let the pain be the thing that you think about all the time. And I'll tell you this, my new chiropractor who I loved and was obsessed with told me I should never run again. That my hips, one is one is up, one is down. It's not a great idea and I love running. I love throwing on a podcast, embracing the outdoors and escaping my own little world and just being in this world of my earbuds and me and the road for 30 minutes. And I had not run in 3 Months because the pain was so bad, I was willing to try anything. So I said, Screw it, today's the day I'm going running. I threw on my gym shoes, I hit the pavement. And what came next is a Taurus, which is my astrology sign, which is a bull, which is stubborn in a nutshell problems. It, I was so stubborn, I was so mad, I was so angry, and I was so sad while running that day. I got home and I bent over to pick something up off the floor. And then I heard a pop. Mm-hmm. My lower back went out. I could not move. I screamed in pain and I cried the ugliest Kim Kardashian tears you've ever seen. And my husband, John, ran into the bedroom to find me in my bathrobe on the floor in a puddle of tears, screaming, I'm broken. Not only was I for real physically broken, but I was cracked, cracked from the inside. I was exposed. I was naked on the floor in my bathroom, in my bathrobe, and I felt like the entire world was watching and that afternoon, I went to my chiropractor, and he was like, wow, wasn't expecting to see this today. You've sprained your lower back. It'll take you five days. Today is Wednesday. It'll heal by Sunday. And guess what? He was right. By Sunday, it was gone. It was a sprain. It was an injury. My brain didn't make it up, and it was healed. On that same day, I also had a call scheduled, luckily, with my intuitive coach, Michael, And he just gave me space to cry. To cry and yell and point fingers and just be. And I will always be so grateful to him for that. I had to take the day off. I had to tell my team, sorry, I'm sick. And then I finally told them what was going on. But I just couldn't do it. I was done. I was done giving. I was sad. I was angry. I was cracked. So finally... After many weeks of Marie condoing my mind, I had garbage bags filled with emotions and experiences that no longer served me. I needed to drop those off, donate. Nobody wanted these donations, okay? But my mind was organized, it was clearer, and it was a brighter place. I vacuumed up the dust bunnies. I swiffered the floors. I cleaned out the mess. You get the metaphor. I had this organized closet and I was no longer letting in things that don't fit me anymore. This includes people pleasing and trying to control every situation with perfectionism. Let me be clear that during these weeks, I was still doing things to help me physically. I was getting cupping done, which is an awesome Chinese medicine technique that I really love. I was going to get acupuncture. I was continuing to exercise. I wasn't running at this point and I was meditating daily. So I was also just saying no to almost everything, staying in that healing cocoon and checking in with myself on what I really wanted and what I really needed. And after many weeks, when I realized, okay, these drawers feel good, a miraculous thing happened. My pain went away. One day, I thought it came back after I did a really hard arm workout, and I went to my massage ball, which I had been using now for over two years, and I would always try to massage the pain away. And I went to those exact spots where the pain was and had been. And there was no pain. There was no knot. It was actually in my arms, the places where I had actually worked the muscles, not the place that was disguising my emotional problems and screaming at me to take a look. Now, funny enough, as I mentioned, that pain spot were my lat muscles. And the lats are used for almost everything in the back, right? You pick things up, like picking up my son, picking up heavy objects. It was so ironic to me that five different doctors could not identify the source of this pain. I'm like, there's definitely something in there. Take take another look, right? So one day while I was on One of my beloved runs, which I did get back to very slowly, it hit me. My lat muscles were screaming because I was picking up too much. I was trying to pick up being the perfect mother, the perfect wife, the perfect daughter, the perfect leader, the perfect speaker, the perfect facilitator, the perfect friend, neighbor, sister you name it. I could not. Pick up more than I can handle anymore. I was done carrying too many loads at a time. And it was my time to focus on my self care. And that, my friends, is not selfish. And in turn, that self care helps me be way more present, way more efficient, way more effective to all of those roles. Because when I filled myself up first, I can give to the people who need me to pick up just a little bit of their load. But I was weighed down for far too long. I feel lighter. I feel free. I feel as me as I have ever felt. And know I was given this journey to share with you today. I know that because I am connected to myself and that inner guide within me. It was a return to love. It was a return to love to me. And I know that you listening today were meant to hear this story. So I'm going to give you more of this story and let you hear from people who've helped me along the way. You'll hear from my intuitive coach who I talked about. You'll hear from a colleague of mine who is a phenomenal keynote speaker who speaks about people pleasing. You're going to hear from the documentarian and the director of the film, All the Rage, which is a book with Dr. John Sarno. And, or I'm sorry, which is a documentary about the book Healing Back Pain with Dr. John Sarno, and unfortunately, Dr. Sarno passed away at 94. We no longer have him on this earth, but this film is such an incredible, just memorable moment to reflect on how Dr. Sarno helps so many people heal. So we're going to hear from the director and the creator of this film. You're also going to hear from the founder of Laughter Yoga. This is a mini series within this podcast and just the beginning of the mental wellness journey I want to take you on. This year, my intention is inner peace. I've never had it before. And now that I'm here, I don't want it to go away. I want to help you achieve it on your own, on your own terms. Your journey is going to look so different than mine. But it is my hope that by sharing my journey, you can pull bits and pieces to incorporate into your own life. And maybe you don't have physical pain, but maybe there are some things, some drawers that you can take a look at, peek inside and reorganize to make your mind a better place, a place that you call home and a place that you want to go to every single day. I hope you'll join me on this journey. Welcome, my friends, to the self-healing series within the Improve It podcast. I am so glad you're here. Hey, friend, did you enjoy today's show? If so, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, did I mention that when you leave a five-star review of the Improve It podcast, an actual team of humans does a happy dance? Mm-hmm. That's right. So leave a review for us on iTunes, screenshot it, and send me an email at info at I'll send you a personalized video back as a thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Improve it, peeps. I'll see you next Wednesday.